Hello and welcome everybody back to the We Call It Soccer show. I'm Walker Manning, joined as always with my guy, Michael Fahey. He's repping Man United. He was delighted because United got a win. Now they're in second. That's it. That's all I got today. That wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> you can't expect much every week. We'll try better next time. But uh, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was it. Was good enough. Um, I'm good. I don't expect much at all anyway. So anything is uh, is plus. Yeah, anything is all right. plus. All right, there we go. Anything is a plus, and sometimes that's just gotta. That's just how you gotta treat your day. You know, sometimes anything is a plus. For example. You know, if I'm a Porto fan, I guess that goal at the end, you know, it's a plus. You know, that was kind of sick. Yeah. Overhead bicycle kick. Why not? Why not? Why Why not? not? Yeah. Too bad it didn't mean much. Didn't. It didn't. But, um, yeah, there there wasn't much to see in uh, Chelsea versus Porto. Second leg. Christian Pulisic kind of took over the game. Um, Was fouled. 11 times. Most of the players ever been fouled since Lionel Messi versus Real Madrid in um, 2011, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. He, uh, he is the American Messi, but we already knew that. Um, ahead you know, of the curve. Yeah. Way ahead of the curve. As usual. But um, anything crazy to see here? Or was this just like expected given how Tommy's men behave at this point. Um no yeah just expected. I think the craziest thing was the fact they allowed a goal the way that they've been playing just albeit a worldie <clears throat> one of the best goals of the Champions League so far. I think without a doubt maybe the best. Um but yeah just to allow a goal I think was the most shocking thing in this match. I kind of knew uh, I think anyone could kind of guess that Chelsea was going to come out and just worry about not letting them score two goals. And that's what they did. Um, Pulisic uh, put, just took over the attacking part of it. Um, you know, some shots were missed on Chelsea's end. But uh, what are you going to do? He walked out of there with a the loss, but you moved on. And I think uh, everyone on Chelsea should be happy with that. Yeah, everybody on Chelsea should be happy with that. And um, especially our man, Christian Pulisic, taking home the Man of the Match Award. Yes. I just love him so so damn much. So damn yeah. much. My The biggest thing for me uh, with this Pulisic thing, this was the first time, I don't know how long, he's played a weekend 90 and a midweek 90. Yeah, so, those hamstings. Those hamstings looking sturdy, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's coming back into it. People abuse Tommy a little bit for his treatment, not giving him minutes. Maybe he was just like easing him back in super slow. And who knows? He might get another 90 at the weekend. If he does, CP10's back. CP10's back for real. And uh, he can win Chelsea the Champions League, but he won't. But he can, but he won't. Yeah, I mean, the first step is beating Real Madrid. We'll see how that goes. It's going to be, going to be a good matchup for sure. But um, what was probably the best matchup we'll get, probably, of the Champions League, is Bayern Munich versus PSG. Somehow, 
PSG created not one, not two, not three, but four big chances and scored none of them. Neymar hit the post, I think, twice and yeah. was a just just a hair away from from getting on the end of the Di Maria pass. Chupo Moting did his job, you know. He did what he's there to do. Former Stoke man, legend at this point. What an agent, what a guy. Um, what an agent. He's, uh, you know, Bayern Munich tried to break him down. Uh, Leroy Sané, uh, he had, uh, he had, who's at left back for PSG? Uh, I think, because, I don't know. It was Diallo. I thought Diallo was uh, outright. I was oh, probably. I think, I think it was Dagba then, and Dagba was yeah. He Sane was dancing on Dagba. It was kind of messed up. But all the final passes were just just a hair off. All the shots just a bit wide. They got saved too close to the keeper. It was it was kind of unfortunate, but um, I thought PSG played well enough to go through at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Um, they did enough, and that's all you got to do. And uh. Champions League ties just do enough to make sure you can go through. Um, big boy once again in the whole tie standing up was uh, obviously Mbappe, and then the most underrated player in the world, Kaylor Navas. Um, whoever PSG play, he'll keep them in the game, and I don't think it's a question anymore at this point. Top three, top two goalkeeper in the world right now, and uh, they. <laughs> To be honest, I would argue that PSG are the Champions League run most on-form team, even though they did lose this game, just the way they're playing. It's uh, pretty on-brand for them and scary for whoever is going to come up against them in the future, in the next round or the final if they make it. Yeah. No, it um, definitely is going to be scary for whoever they come up against in the next round, Um, especially that being Man City. Uh, Mbappe... You know, guarding him uh, with a high line. Scary, scary business. Uh, some would say it's impossible. We don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, Neymar had a very good game as well. Just like, and, and Di Maria. Underrated how they were both just releasing Mbappe on those sprints, just making the Bayern backline work, have to worry about him all game. It couldn't be comfortable just pinning him back. It's, uh, it's going to be tough for Man City. But um, speaking of them, just what a performance today. Like, I, wow. You know, it, 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 it started off how, how the last three quarterfinals, four quarterfinals have started off. You know, we go down, we're in a losing position, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, shit, here we go again. But no, 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 no. We get a, we get a penalty off of a uh, fortunate handball call, but um, I think I think it was just about how how they've called them for the last you know two seasons since VAR has been involved, and um, you know Riyad Mahrez stepped up to the plate. De Bruyne waited there for about two three minutes, got nervous. Riyad said, "No no no, got you, cuz." Absolutely powers it into the back of the net. I'm, I was surprised the net didn't rip, honestly. Um, you know, Bellingham had a great goal. Forgot to mention that. But um, man of the match in both matches, both legs, Phil Foden all over the place, literally creating chances, scoring goals, 
covering for Zinchenko when he loses the ball high up the pitch. Um, bit of a tinker by Pep starting him. Did he warrant the start given the performance he put in? Eh, I don't know. He didn't do anything stupid, but he didn't do anything good either. So whatever. But um, we got through, and I'm excited for this tie against PSG. I think we're the clear favorites to win the Champions League now. And um, it's just up to us to play the way that we can play. Um, yeah. Uh, City definitely um, deserved to go through after today. Um, just outclassed Dortmund after about the first. I, honestly, after that little spurt that Dortmund had that resulted in Bellingham's goals, all City today. Um, unfortunately for Dortmund, like you said, a semi-dodgy penalty. Um, you know how I feel about the sleeve. Like, if you can be offside by it, you damn well better be able to play the ball with it. And uh, so I think it's a little dodgy, but could go 50-50 either way. Went uh, City's way this time. And uh, just what a strike, like you said, from Mars. That was crazy. Any slower, hits probably gets a hand to it and uh, maybe keeps it out. So what a pen. Uh, I didn't know that De Bruyne backed away from it, though. Yes, yeah. uh, he was standing there, and then yeah, no, because uh, they were looking at it for a really long time, and like, I, I, yeah, it was dodgy, and like you know, also like not every time a ball touches somebody's arm does it warrant like a direct spot kick, mm-hmm. but in this instance, at least I know I'm biased, but at least I thought, and I thought you know Bernardo Silva thought when he was trying to explain it to Emery Chan that since it hit off his head and then actually like redirected it, like it, it changed the fight of the ball, like 90 degrees. Like it was going down off his head and then it went out off his arm. So I feel like that's why they ended up giving it. It's not like it just, it just glanced, kept going it changed the flight of the ball. So yeah. I don't know. I, I understand if people are mad. It was a weird one. Out. Yeah, it's a. It was just what, tough, you know. Like, what is a natural position for your arm when you're like your body's hanging yeah. over? Like it was out, but like, like it's just so wishy washy. This rule at, yeah. at this point, but yeah. So either call would have been acceptable, I guess. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Kevin, what a captain stepping away from the biggest penalty of his career so far, just. Knew knew we couldn't do it. Um, my creative number <laughs> ten wouldn't do that. Just saying, but no, yeah, City deserved it through and through. Foden, wonderful strike of the ball. Uh, Hitch should have kept it out. He didn't. Great goal is the result of that. But uh, yeah, City deserved to go through. And I think uh, they come up against the easier of two giants in the semifinal. To be honest, it could have been Bayern or PSG, um, but. I think that they kind of lucked out that it was PSG because Bayern are city in a way, like just dominate their league. Uh, and then really only have to worry about, you know, this UCL competition. So that would have been a clash, but uh, this one's also going to be a clash. And it's going to be exciting to see what a uh, Pep overthinks and doesn't think about Mbappe and Neymar. But uh yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be more exciting than the other side, I think. But we'll see. I'm definitely with you and that I'm glad we didn't get Bayern because a healthy Bayern, they could go not 
you know, they, they could go pretty much tit for tat and who, who would get into a combined 11, you know, yeah. take, you know, there's a few toss ups in there, take your pick, but it's, it's, I feel like it's a lot more competitive than a PSG Man City combined 11. We just got them completely outclassed in a few positions, yeah. namely in the center of the pitch and uh, the fullbacks. Um, but, you know, Mbappe and Neymar, Mbappe and Neymar, you know, got to give them their respect. But hopefully Rodri will, will bully Neymar in the submission. And then... That leaves the center backs and Kyle Walker to deal with Mbappe. And I, I like those odds, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But um, Liverpool, Real Madrid. That happened. It was that a happened. Zero, zero draw. I didn't watch yeah. any of it, understandably. Yeah. Um, um, so, why don't you um, take this away? Yeah, not much really happened. Just uh, Courtois made a couple of really nice saves. Uh, Allison kind of kept Liverpool on the tie by making a beautiful double save. I'll call it a double save because I think it was uh, on uh, Vinny and then on Benzema. Vinny tried the chip. No good. Allison was coming out for it, and he was still able to go out of his box and stop Benzema from getting an easy shot and goal. But uh, the goalkeepers kind of stole the show for this one to me. Everything else, lackluster. Um it kind this game kind of summed up these two teams and their respective league seasons. Like you should be doing better, but you're not, and that's what you get. A nil-nil, well deserved. Uh, in Madrid, after bossing the first tie, deserved nothing but a semifinal appearance this year, and uh, they got it. Liverpool can go home, worry about trying to finish in a Champions League spot now. Uh, but yeah. The, the definitely the better of the two teams got through, I think. Definitely the better of the two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The better of the two teams definitely got through. Um, first leg was all she wrote. Didn't watch the second leg. Um, don't really regret it. I might watch YouTube highlights later. Might not. It'll probably but, be three um, minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The extended ones with all the possessions won and lost. That could be interesting. Yeah, seven minutes. Some, some passes that didn't get the, the key, the final pass fin, finished off, you know. But uh, Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Battle of the uh, teams I just – you wouldn't have a fun time playing. You know, I don't, I don't really know how to say it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I – I, I just because it's super organized Chelsea versus you know the Godfathers of this tournament Real Madrid and uh, the OGs yeah the the new guard versus old guard Chelsea's got a super young team Madrid's kind of jumping on the back of their veterans through this run um, it's it's gonna be a matchup uh, I think Chelsea as they've always been this whole tournament are gonna be extremely tough to break down but. They haven't faced anyone of the quality of the midfield that uh, Madrid has yet. The Cruz, Modric, uh, Casemiro, they haven't faced that at all. So I'm excited to see how Chelsea combat that because that easily overpowers their midfield. But um, other than that, looks pretty straightforward. Uh, going to be going to be a good draw. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, early take here. I think Conte is going to be key. 
Um, I think they need to play him in both legs versus Madrid, especially the way they beat Liverpool. You know, Chelsea are also somewhat vulnerable at the back at times. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the same season still happened. These are the same guys for the most part. Yep. And um, if you're going to let this midfield control the game, which they are the better of the two midfields, um, so they, they most likely will, you can't let them ping those balls in behind without help. Conte's and uh, and uh, Jorginho are probably going to be doing that, hopefully. But we'll see what Tommy does. We'll see what yeah. Tommy does. Yeah, I think Mendy's going to have to be super active. Um, try and read passes, come out, play balls with his head and his feet. Mm-hmm. Don't let them get a touch on it. And if he can do that and kind of, you know, limit the shots they're taking, limit the throughs they're coming in. Because, like you said, they will get behind Chelsea because they're that good. Um, He has to do his part other than shot stopping and denying opportunity. Um, And if he can do that, I think that helps Chelsea out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think think if he's, you know, takes a higher line, uh, it would definitely help them out a lot, but you can't fuck up. You can't fuck up because they will, they'll take that, with the, especially with the form Venetia's been in lately. It's been very, very good. But um, so that was the Champions League. Uh, when, are these, when are these ties happening? Uh, April 27th, I believe. April 27th. Oh so my gosh. Days. Coming up, coming up. The fixtures are piling up. Thick and fast, and um, the the good results were also piling up thick and fast for Fulham until they ran into Nuno's men. Um, it was just too much for them to handle. Adama Traore got his first goal of the season. The muscle hamster, the the uh, KY Jelly uh, sponsor, he he he's been out of the goals this year out of the assists, and he finally got involved, had a great, great game. Really unfortunate for um, Fulham to, you know, halt their run of results. But um, at the end of the day, Anthony Robinson, Terrence Congolo, Ola Aina, and Kene Tete, four of their back five all play fullback. So I think Scott Parker got a little too cute here. He got a little too ambitious trying to counter the eight midfielder setup with the four fullback setup. Interesting play, to say the least, and uh, just didn't work out. Didn't work out. Hopefully they go back to a more conventional setup and they can uh, redeem themselves because they need redemption quick, especially with the way the baggies are playing. And uh, the Jordies seem to be picking up at the right time as well. Yeah, yeah. Um... Like you said, five fullbacks may have not been it. I was totally on board with it when uh, you told me about it right before the game. I could not have been more excited, and it did not pan out well at all. My guy, uh, go back, listen to the first episode, Fabio Silva. Love this man. Was a crucial assist, very nice assist to win the game to Adama. Uh, But a little sad thing on the Wolves' part, Pedro Neto. He is unfortunately out for a long, long time. Uh, I've been seeing reports that are six months. I don't know how true those are, but you never want to see someone who's such a young talent like him go down like that. So uh, prayers up to him. Hopefully he heals up well because this Wolves team really needs him. Uh, He's one of their main attacking forces. But yeah, 
great outing from the Wolves defense, I think, today as well. Uh, they're just super solid. Didn't allow anything through the rear guard. And uh, that's what they're going to do to win games. And that's what they did. Sucks for Fulham. Like you said, they weren't able to continue doing what they've been doing. But uh, they go again. They go again. Yeah, they they go again. It is exciting stuff. Um, we will see. We will see. Um, did 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 Lil win the Coupe de France? Or is that the it's the round? Oh wait, no, that doesn't. Never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Well, Tim Way and Lil kept their kept their winning ways going on Friday. Shout out the American kid. Only played 28 minutes in the two 0 win versus Mets, but that uh. That is fitting as they are mid-table fodder. Not a big game, so no need to start the kid. Um, but yeah. good to see them keep winning, you know? Uh-huh. I heard those 28 minutes were actually uh, the best Lil have ever played in the history of their club. Really? The best ever? Best ever. I'm not saying it was directly correlated with Tim, but... There's heavy know. evidence it might have been. Yeah, walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It's probably a dog. Must be a Lagoon champion. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, speaking of champions, um, champion, future champions of the Premier League, Manchester City took oh, on yeah. Leeds. They will be. Took on Leeds in a game that was, that was dangerous. And I knew it was dangerous. I, I, I told everybody yeah. it, was, it was fucking dangerous because Bielsa, between the mind games and the tactics and them just – it's just a perfect balance because, you know, City's going to try and pass the ball, go around, go at you. And I think the best way to combat Man City, that not enough teams do, is to actually go at them, you know, counter-press them, get on them, try and pass the ball around, you know, be the team with more possession. And, um, you know, Stuart Dallas got on the end of a Patrick Bamford assist in the 42nd. And uh, it, it looked like Liam Cooper shat the bed in the 45th plus one questionable red card. Um, if it, it depends on what angle you look at it, some, it looks like he grazed some, it looks like he caught him studs up side of the leg. It's a red. That's it was a red. All right. It was a red card. Halftime one nil. Um, you know, some changes come. Ilkay Gundogan in the 58th in for Nathan Aki, you know, clearly an attacking change. Phil Foden in for Ben Mendy in the 74th. We've taken out two fullbacks now for two midfielders. And Ferran Torres scores two minutes later. But then disaster strikes at the end of the game. We give the ball away. Egan Alioski slots it up. Beautiful pass to Stuart Dallas. Bodies out. Two Man City defenders. Slots it home. Megs Ederson. What a finish. What a game. Rafinha got hurt at the end. Hope he's okay. Yep. Seemed like just a it might it might have been a bit of a poop housery injury. Who knows? But um PG on this episode. We're going PG. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's it is soccer, so it it is referred to as poop housery out here in the states. Um but yeah. 2-1 win to Leeds. Amazing. They're going to use this momentum finish above Arsenal, and then go to Europe next year. Pushing it. I wouldn't call that pushing it. I'd call that downright ridiculous. 
<laughs> um, Arsenal are still going to finish above them, but we'll get to the Gooners later. Um, oh, wait, they are above them right now. Wow, what a quinky dink. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Leeds played well, showed a lot of heart, as they always do. Most fit team in the entire league, probably the most fit team in all of the English soccer Ever. tier system. Uh, just ran with 10 men, didn't feel a thing. And, you know, they were able to capitalize on a big city mistake at the end, like you said. Uh, just Leeds ball. Somehow they held the highest scoring team in the Premier League to one goal. Um, Somehow. Wow. John Melier yeah. is in form, bro. He, he keeps playing well. He is. Yeah. He yeah. is. Three wow. high claims, two saves wow. inside the box, six total wow. saves. Wow. The lanky Frenchman. So you're telling me City was only able to force this 20-year-old kid to make six saves. We took – we had seventy over 70% possession. We took 29 shots with seven on target. Had two big chances. Sounds to me like City lost this game and Leeds just happened to get the points for it. Leeds didn't win. City lost. Um, and that's – I mean, good I on Leeds. Good on Leeds. You get the points, you get the points. <sighs> now, who turned the ball over at the end? Do you remember who it was? No, I, I don't know. it was probably Kyle know. Walker or something. So, was it Kyle Walker? Did he play? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing the people who are mistake prone. Kyle Walker did not suit up for this game because he had a big night in the Champions League coming up. And that, and he stepped up to the plate. He stepped up to the plate. This Kyle Walker. Let me tell you something about this guy, Kyle Walker. All right. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, and for months, I said he was an asshole. Yeah. But he's a butterfly. He has undergone a metamorphosis. He's no longer the same player until like the ninety-plus minute. He starts going on runs upfield, being like, you know, Tucker the other team out. I guess I don't know, but um. He's just a changed man. He is, he is a holding midfielder at best, if not just a conventional right back, an old school right back. He's just out to put out fires, play defense, and play it well. And um, he's been, he, he has been instrumental. And if we are going to beat PSG, he will be instrumental in us doing so. Yeah, I'll, I'll, the chat should clip that and clip bring it chat. back when he's at right wing. And Mbappe is free on net with no one able to catch up to him after a bad turnover from anyone. Or not even a bad turnover, just like good defense. And then all of a sudden Kyle Walker is fucking picking his nose at right wing. And Mbappe is picking his nose at left wing. And I think we all know how that's going to end. But I'm excited to see that. I, I think you know there's as good a likelihood of that happening as anything else in the game. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm genuinely serious. Kyle Walker's changed man. He doesn't pick his nose on the weight. Like he doesn't even overlap anymore. He leaves that to well, he's gotta get ahead to of the, to one of the four midfield the one of the five attacking midfielders we have on the pitch. He's gonna get ahead of himself. It is possible. It is possible, but we will we will see. Um Liverpool beat Aston Villa two goals to one. Ali Watkins had just absolute, you know, lucky deflection off an assist from John McGinn. It was yep. nice, though. Whatever. Um, 
Bobby Firmino was offsides by an arm, and um, all hell would have broken loose if it wasn't for Mo Salah. Mo Salah pulling him back even, and then just an absolute strike from Trent Alexander-Arnold to win in the 91st. This could have been VAR controversy all over again, but um, luckily or not, Liverpool won the game. Um, Deserve winners, to be honest. After the first half, you know, I thought Aston Villa was the better team. But um, they kind of just sat back too much, you know, tried to defend that one goal lead and then the, the sit on the tie. And um, again, I feel like not having Jack Grealish just really hurts him. And uh, there was an injury setback. So he's going to miss more games. Unfortunate for the kid, especially with the Euros coming up. And, uh, all the other young English midfielders playing so well. You know, do you think there's a chance he can miss out on the team? Probably. I mean, it took uh, Southgate long enough to call him up. Um, so, yeah. I mean, with Grealish, the, like, he's de- like he's definitely like 10,000% more than that probably good enough to start on this English team. But – it's whether or not his manager for the English team can realize that. To be honest, Bellingham deserves to be with the 23 for the Euros. Is he going to be? No. He'll send him to the U21 tournament. Um, so just, I don't think it'll come down to whether, if he's not healthy, he needs to play at least like five more games this year. I think if he can't do that, I think he can kiss the Euros goodbye unjustly because he has proven that he is the best English midfielder, attacking midfielder right now when everyone's healthy. I mean, if Foden's classified as a winger, sure. <laughs> I get that. That's fine. It, yeah. What? He, he, is, he, he is. He's lighting up the Champions League. He's lighting up the Premier League. Only 20 years old. You know, he he's he's definitely yeah, the best at, on at a, whatever on a, whatever on position. All star team. Uh you put Grealish you replace Grealish and Foden. Grealish's production would dip. That's part of being on a team like Man City. Yeah, but you get better looks. That's also part of being on a team like Man City. He wouldn't create yeah, as many he would, chances. He would get better put looks. Put away but more chances. And he'd have more. He'd have He'd more have assists because of the though. quality. Yeah, but... What do you have more assists? I mean, just the quality of City versus... You're sending a ball through to Mares, You're sending a ball through to De Bruyne, whoever it may be, Sterling before he was so bad. Is, so is Foden. These, it's, it's us not yeah. finishing chances that is holding this production back. I mean, I just think you put Foden on Villa. They're not where they are. That's the real thing. I think they're much hard, worse. Hard disagree. Uh, hard disagree. Phil Foden is the best young player in England. Um, but one of the best players in England, really. He's, he's soon to be one, the best player in the world. Um, Pep wasn't lying. He told us all this years ago. He said, the most talented player I've ever seen in my life is Phil Foden. And he's coaching Lionel you know, Messi, mind you. And... Um, I guess I, I guess he was not lying. I guess he wasn't capping. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say. Neither does Pep. Pep doesn't know either. 
No, Pep's, Pep's all about mind games, but that was a serious one. Um, speaking of something serious, something real serious was Christian Pulisic having a brace, like you said, playing a full 90, one of the two times in the same week. Captain America is back, baby! Oh my goodness, so happy for the kid. Kai Havertz also scored a goal playing at striker, and Timo Werner was, you know, dropped like he should have been fucking months ago. What do you know? Chelsea scored four goals and absolutely beat the shit out of a very bad Crystal Palace team at the end of the day. Um, you know, business as usual for Chelsea in terms of the three points. Awesome for Christian Pulisic getting the two goals. But let me ask you, is it time for Roy Hutchin to retire? No. <laughs> no. No. How many years he got left in the in the in the top flight? In the top flight, as many as he wants. I mean, he could pick a date. Like he's like, all right, uh, the 2025-2026 season will go down. I'll retire, and that's when it will happen because he is inevitable. He will. <laughs> he he could finish seventeenth. <laughs> he could finish eighth. You don't know. You don't know what Palace is going to do. Look at them at the beginning of the year. The type of teams they were knocking off their perch. And look at them now. It's just run-of-the-mill stuff for Crystal Palace. But, uh, yeah, he's good. He has, he has a blank check sitting in front of him. Not blank, but, like, the Palace. But uh, he has an unlimited number of years on his contract. So he'll stay here for as long as he sees fit. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I guess um, he looks quite old out there, but, you know, as long as he loves it, as long as he wants to keep pushing, I guess, you know, more power to him. Yeah. Um, also on Saturday, the main man, Daryl DK, scored a diving header and a 2-0 win for Barnsley over Middlesbrough. Uh, Barnsley is now in, you know, still in sixth place in uh, – in a championship spot, going to be in a play-in spot. Um, Barnsley keep rolling. Um, any Is Daryl DK going to be the starting striker for, for the next uh, major competition? No, I don't think he should no. be either. No? All right. All right. Fair. I think he okay, is fair. third on the depth chart. Third? Yeah. Solely because I know – I don't know uh, about that. I know I Greg that. doesn't think of Wea as a winger, and I believe well, I think that's foolish. I I don't think he does because whenever he the last couple of times Wea has played, he's played up top. So, but he drifts wide because that's the type of player he is because he is a winger. I but obviously and I think yeah. he, agrees. And he plays he plays in a four on the right with, with yeah. Ball, so so I don't know. I, I, okay. But obviously, Sergeant number one. So. Yeah, I like that. I like Sergeant and a lot. DK's there. Um, yeah, so he right. will definitely play, though. He'll, he'll get games, especially with injuries and whatnot. He'll definitely play a lot. But uh, I don't think he is starting at the moment. All right, yeah. Got to see more consistency out of it's uh, it has really been a meteoric rise for Daryl DK. He's gonna hit a wall at some point, but um, 
And if he Hopefully doesn't, that, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he doesn't, he'll be the best player of all time. Just wrap it up. Forget about it. If he keeps going <laughs> at this rate until he's 30. Jeez. He will absolutely smash Aaron Shearer's record if this is the case. But anyway, um, Cameron Carter-Vickers, another American in the championship, part of a win, 4-1 for Bournemouth, had six clearances, a blocked shot, four interceptions, and a tackle. Passed the ball at a 92% clip, you know, six for eight on the long balls. Really good game from him and, and his team overall against a struggling Coventry City side. Um, could Cameron Carter-Vickers be our right center back? No. No. No, I think that center back's locked up for the next two World Cups. Chris and John. Chris and John. And then I think Eric Palmer Brown will be back there. And I think we can't forget about Miazga. Um, and Greg clearly likes Tim Ream. So oh, I think bro. Carter Vickers is way, way down. I don't, she should be higher than I think he, where he is right now, but we've seen uh, Greg show a liking to certain players. And in this five players I just named, didn't even mention Mark McKenzie. Was definitely going to oh, be true. gunning for that starting spot. Marky, yeah, gotta gotta show respect to the Philly kid. But I um, think it's just Brooks, Brooks and Richards is the pair. Uh, after that, people can people can talk, but I think that's the pair. It just it really sucks three. how there's only one how the, there's only one spot that goes up from the from the from the four that make the play in. So in a perfect world, you know, Bournemouth and Barnsley would both go up. We'd see them both in the Premier League, but um, yeah, that won't I don't like the playoffs to be honest. You I don't. think they, I think they should do what Germany does, and uh, the third place team in like the for example the Championship would mm-hmm. play Sheffield, the twentieth place team, in a two in a two legger, and the winner goes up. But one and two, or 18, sorry, not 20. 18 to play, 19 and 20 go down. And then three plays 18 to see who goes up. And then one and two and 19, 20 are locked. I would like that if the winner of the play-ins would be the one that plays that team. Because, like, just, I don't know if this is like this everywhere, because, like, I've been following the championship a lot more this year than I ever have, but... Swansea's on 75, and then Brentford, 73, Bournemouth and Barnsley, 71 apiece. So is, does Swansea really deserve to play them over the other two? It's, especially, I, I think, That's they're true. not even going to play from third. This is just right now. But, um, you know. That's true. I agree with that. It would be cool if they did combine those two things. Yes. Yeah. I like the idea, though, of them playing, playing one up and one down, giving them a chance. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes 18s and like the Premier League are like they're solid teams. I mean, you saw yeah. Norwich got battered last year, and now they're running away with it. And like just an eight, I don't even know who finished 18th last year. I don't even remember, but I bet they're probably not Norwich doing. Norwich was in last. I'll check um, right now. It was. Hmm. It was Bournemouth that finished 18th. Bournemouth. So. 
Shame. And it was one point behind Villa. Yeah. So yeah. No, they they were they were only there because VAR doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, the goal line technology was broken, I guess. Real shame. Real shame. But um what was also a real shame was uh Serginho dust on that on that Tony Cruz free kick. Um you know, I, I've never played soccer in any sort sort of a competitive manner, but um I know that on free kicks you're not supposed to jump and turn your back away from the ball. You're just not supposed to do that. It's not what you do. He did it. Goal. Um he got benched probably not because, you know, he wasn't playing great at all. Not at all. But I don't think it was ah you shit, get benched. It was uh um Barcelona. Or played five at the back, and so did Real Madrid. Basically, when they didn't have the ball, because Valverde was dropping in to dropping very deep, basically to another fullback. Then they had um, their actual fullbacks, and then their two center backs. So, you know, brought Griezmann on for Dest. Mingueza ended up scoring a goal, so it looked like Dest was the the right man to come off. And um, I don't know; it was too little, too late. Real Madrid. Played on the counterattack. Uh, Zinedine Zidane, the evil bald maestro with an absolutely ballsy substitution. Triple sub, taking off Cruz, Vinicius, and Benzema at the same time for Isco, Marcelo, and um, Dominican legend Mariano Diaz, Kalo K, Papa. Concacaf. Um, Concacaf legend. Yeah, for real. Just absolutely surreal how he did that with <laughs> 20 minutes to go in our Classico. Just the balls. But they, they get the job done. So, you know, Real Madrid are um, – are they in the driver's seat yet for La Liga? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Atletico Madrid are still up by a point. But they've been sputtering for a hot minute now. And uh, there's a lot of season left. And they play – Barcelona, Bilbao, associate dad. They got some tough games. Um, Real Madrid will probably end up winning La Liga at this rate. So, success. Yeah, yeah. If they can, uh, if they can do it, you know, good off them. What a comeback! Uh, but we shall see. We yeah. shall see. We shall see. Um, El Clasico, you know, that that's obviously a huge game, but there was an even bigger game this weekend. It wasn't in Spain either. It was over in the Bundesliga. We had another American derby. Werder Bremen taking on RB Leipzig, and Tyler Adams' men absolutely schlacked, schlacked, just fucked up Josh Sargent and Werder Bremen. Uh, Danny Elmo opened it up early. Sore loss, scored twice. But honestly, who gives a fuck about any of them? Uh, Sargent got subbed off. Uh, he was playing winger again in a, in a game where his team didn't really touch the rock. Um, so don't blame him. But, you know, good for his development. Hopefully they play a shittier club soon. Tyler Adams, though. Great game playing right wing back, just keeping the ball moving. Clean passing. Won the ball back. You know, running the mill stuff, doing his job. That's what he's there to do. Any anything else 
So is everybody home about from our American Derby? Um, in Germany? No. No, uh, but there's another one next week. There is. It is Joshi Sargent taking on Dortmund and Gio Reyna. I got, I got Joshi. I'm back in Josh and Bremen in that. I'm, all, I'm already decided. Depends if Sancho's back because uh, clearly he's that whole team. Dortmund just tuckered their little hearts out. They're so defeated. They're going to – they're not going to be in any Champions League. They might not even be in Europa League next year. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough year to be wearing black and yellow. Everybody's going to get the fuck out of Dodge this summer. You know, it really they really fucked up because if they sold everybody – and not everybody. If they sold Sancho last summer, they would have gotten way more money and he wasn't, wouldn't be as pressed to leave. But now, he obviously, there's no reason why he would want to stay at Dortmund over Man United. He's going to force his way out. United probably going to pay like 70, 80 for him now. Good piece of business. They, they wouldn't take, I think it was 90 million up front and then the 30 million in three 10 million installments and yeah. they wouldn't take because they wanted 120 they million up. up front and then they Woodward Masterclass is going to get them at a 40% discount or not 40% 40 million discount and uh, he's probably just going to be like hey I'll give you 80 but in like 80 installments of one and they're going to have to say yes and they're going to have to say yes because Woodward never loses just hits no misses just uh, hits, no misses, nothing but net. Eddie but yeah, when they, they, they screwed up. Um, they're in a really shitty spot, and they're going to let go of a lot of people for a lot less than they're worth. Um, yeah, unless they can make a late push. I mean, what, they're still in fifth, right? I mean. Um, yeah, they, uh, you know, the, the top four. Oh, I mean, not top four, Dortmund. Yeah. They they can still make a late push, but losing to losing to Frankfurt was was huge, and Frankfurt also picked up yeah. points against Wolfsburg, who I think are getting Mbappu back, so they're gonna pick up their their wins for the rest of the season. I think they're gonna just grind them out. Also, good to uh, note that um, Stuttgart manager Pellegrino Matrazo, uh, American-born man, he is only. If my math is correct, five points out of a European Conference League spot with Stuttgart. So uh, it's pretty. They did just nice. lose to Dortmund, though. Three they to did two. just lose to Dortmund. They gave it their best shot. Uh, Gio Reyna had a very good game, though. But um, we'll we'll get to that. But and uh, Stuttgart came up this year. So I mean, the fact that they're most likely going to finish top ten. Good on him. And same with Union Berlin, only their second year up, and they're in seventh. Yeah, so some, uh, some good things. Hopefully this American manager can pull it out and make it to Europe. Okay. Yeah, it'd be dope. It would be. But um, On Saturday, the Premier League kicked off. Newcastle United 2, Burnley 1. Newcastle's turning up at all the right times. They played on the counter. They were clinical on the break. Um, what a difference that Alan St. Maxman and Callum Wilson can make. It seems like Newcastle goes as those two player ghosts. They are built to carry this club away from the relegation places. Not going to lie. Burnley also should have had a red card because uh, Mr. Uh, 
was it Maddie or Sean? One of one of one of those ugly ugly fucks got kicked in the goddamn face, and um, but no red card, and uh, VAR continues to mystify us. But so does Newcastle and so do Burnley. So I, I guess it was on on theme with uh, with the game. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what I just saw? That's pretty funny. Um, you sorry to switch up, but it is primarily kind of champion. Yeah, a little bit. You remember how Foden posted that picture at Kylian Mbappe? Are you ready? Yeah, bro. Because okay, it's you been you deleted. Sorry. It's been deleted. Oh, social media bullied him. That's <laughs> fucked up. Somebody <laughs> called it. Probably said something <laughs> racist. <laughs> oh, somebody, dude. Somebody, dude. Oh, this is fucked. I mean, I mean. As someone whose youngster has already passed the no, he didn't delete test. it. He deleted it. It's right on here on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter, but it's right here. Eh? So yeah, it's, it's tweet deleted. It's there, it says tweet deleted. That's a screenshot I took. Oh well, that's that's just Twitter. He, he probably has the Instagram is what counts. You already know Phil's oh on Instagram God. showing off his fresh cuts. It's still there, baby. It is still there. Well, we'll see if he can pass the Mbappe test. My youngsters did. My youngsters did. But the youngsters are in for a th- enthralling game in Granada. <laughs> no, against Granada in Manchester tomorrow. Where Ali's still probably going to play a very strong squad. <laughs> yeah. It'll be yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, that's That'll be fun. But to the Premier League, I, I digress. All right. Digress. Um, we're, we're, we were on Newcastle, Burnley. And like, the next game on the weekend was... What was it? What was it? What was it? Um, it was... West Ham versus Leicester City, 3-2. Lingard, Dino, Lionel, Jesse, um, LJ, 14? I think he's LJ, 11 now. LJ, 11, yeah. LJ, 11. JL, 11. JL, 11. The dancing king. The young kid on the block. Who's your daddy? Jesse is. Um, yeah, just what a game by this guy. Um can't stop him. Jesse Lingard is inevitable. West Ham is inevitable. Heavy rotation on, on their part. More injuries. Mark Noble and Aaron Cresswell went down. That's kind of unfortunate. But um, they, are, they are just too good. They're, I was told there's a chance of a Vardy party, but uh, did not turn out as <laughs> such. Leicester City. Third place, only one behind West Ham, two behind Chelsea, four behind Liverpool. The bottom in it. Who is? Uh, Lester. 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 The bottom okay. Yes. I, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely. I see that because I think West Ham and Chelsea both get in. There's nah, nothing to bottle for West Ham. What they're doing is remarkable. Yeah. Going from what they were like, they finished bottom half of the table last year, thirteenth or something. They finished in sixteenth. Sixteenth, only five the, points clear. That is a twelve-point jump. So you're telling me 
that if you just stick with David Moyes, a 12-point jump is possible one year to next? Uh, no, I think if you I don't get know. Jesse Lingard on loan. Uh, I think... I think you got to do the math, and Moyes would have won the title with the United. I mean, only eight points back, given we win our game in hand. So, and the Europa League's are who's going to be Arsenal? 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 Arsenal is getting knocked out by Praha tomorrow. Um, but next game on the weekend was Tottenham versus Manchester United. This is where all the headlines were. This is where all the cameras were. Some crazy shit was going to happen. We told you. We told you some crazy shit was going to happen. It wasn't a red card. It was an absolutely shocking VAR decision. And then, a, no, two shocking VAR decisions. I don't know how many shocking VAR decisions. And then Jose Mourinho and Ali and Ali's son now, their post-game beef. Um, it was all amazing. But um, Edinson Cavani opened up the score. No, he didn't. Because Scott McTominay actually um, just slugged Hyung Ming Son in the face. It was absolutely vicious. Um, reports came out today of Aaron Donald allegedly assaulting someone. The pictures also came out. That's nothing compared to how Hyung Ming Son came off after the Scott McTominay foul. It yeah. was it was in poor taste. He he really should have been sent off since it was you know blatant. Blatant, violent contact to the face. And, um, yeah, should have been sent off twice. Now that they mentioned it, because he's already on a yellow. So, you know, just prayers up to Hyung Ming Son. Hope he's okay. Which he was, because he scored a goal five minutes later after laying on the floor for, you know, you know, excess of five minutes. Um, United go down 1-0 at the half. Ain't nothing new to them, though. They're on the road. What did you expect? Yeah. Fred, a.k.a. Papai. Oh, um, Papai. Scored, My favorite yeah. player, baby. Let's favorite go. Player. Uh. Most weird <laughs> fetish I've ever seen. Puts it in top bins. Edinson Cavani gets on the edge of a beautiful Mason Greenwood cross. Just heads it in. And then uh, for the third goal to just really rub salt in the wound at this point because Spurs weren't getting back into this game. Paul Pogba, body adi 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 like five people, and then slots one to Mason. Mason puts it near post, just beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, it was just great game all around from United. You guys showed real character, showed some real heart, some cojones. Some people might say, but. Um, yeah, the, the the what really mattered about this game was Jose and Ali post game. Uh, Ali, you know, made a joke, made a clear joke that um, yeah. if that were his kid, laughing as he said it. Yeah, <laughs> laughing. Really, he was laughing as he said it. But he's he he always is laughing when he talks. So so that could have thrown the reporters off or Jose off at least. At least I I don't know how you couldn't think he was joking. He said he basically said you know. Um, if that was my son, you know, lying around like that, having all of his mates come up to him, help him up for 10 minutes. And, you know, I wasn't seeing him when he's getting home. <laughs> and, you know, it was a joke. It was a joke. And then Jose, dead serious, mouth like gaping, looks at the camera. <laughs> Sony is lucky <laughs> that he has a better father than Ali, that his father's a better person than Ali. 
because you should always feed your children, no matter what they do. You should steal for your children if you have to. Took it the most <laughs> serious anyone could have possibly <laughs> taken it. Just honestly incredible. Honestly incredible how he took it. And then, uh, then Ollie's son came out yesterday, I believe, or two days ago, and uh, confirmed that he does, in fact, get food every night, um, and he will not go hungry. He is like 6'3 or something. Yeah, I was about to say, obviously, he's eating, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking huge. He's a huge kid. <laughs> he's definitely getting his protein in, so I think Ollie's a pretty good father. Um, but, uh, yeah, to the game, though, super, super sad that Cavani could have had the most gorgeous hat trick of all, like of the season, I'd think, because the Pogba passed to him, Meg Dorier, and then he Meg Loris, the McTominay incident called that off. On Fred's goal, the buildup was really nice, and he missed it, so that's on him. And then the Greenwood cross to his diving header could have been a great, great uh, hat trick, but that's the only only thing that I didn't like about this game and that VAR decision, how it was. Ridiculous. So just riddle me this. Hands to the face, right? That's mm-hmm. an automatic red. Mm-hmm. Like, Alcum McTine didn't get a card. Because he didn't touch him. Because he didn't touch him. And, oh, my bad that someone's grabbing on my arm and I try and push them away. And I yeah. accidentally grazed him with an untrimmed nail. Like, someone tried to foul him. That's the crazy part. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that's uh, that was absolutely shocking. Uh, ref doesn't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> Sky Sports has gone so far as to produce a segment now called Ref Room every uh, <laughs> every weekend to just explain the shithousery that's going on because it seems to be happening way too often. And it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying the game's gone. I don't know about that. It is gone. I still enjoy this I still enjoy me some soccer, but I, I understand it's not the celebrations are definitely not the same because you really don't know anymore. Like, uh, like that Firmino goal, thought that was a goal nailed on. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. And then they start doing the Photoshop with the lines. They're like, motherfucker. It, the same part of the body he was offsides by was the one that got Chana handball, right? Just, yeah. just saying like, at least be consistent. If you're going to be bad, be consistently bad. Well, that's Premier League. The, the Champions League refs, I think, have not been good at all, but... Not as bad as the Premier League. Not as bad. At least no they're not as bad, as bad as Syria. Syria is great. They're Syria's good. Syria's terrible. They're, no, they're consistent, though. Yeah, they, but they have concise rules. It's just it's like, give same favor thing, Juventus, or it doesn't matter what you pick. Like, those are the only two stipulations. Look, if the ball hits your hand in Syria, they're kicking a penalty, dude. Even if it's a fucking <laughs> inch inside of the box, arms crossed, hands inside your pockets. If it hits a fucking knuckle, dude, they're taking a penalty. And you know what? I like that because at least I know that. At least I know that that's a penalty 10 times out of 10, 100 times out of 100. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, oh, penalty. Boom. There's rules. There's rules. I just, I just, want, I just want a set of rules. That makes sense. I agree. I agree. Or just get get rid of the whole thing. Get rid of all. Of it, Keep yeah. goal line technology because that's that's pretty. Besides uh, one big incident, that. they didn't turn it on. Just keep it. Keep everything but VAR. Or put a time limit on it. 
Like, do something. You could have a permanent line judge just lying down on the goal line, watching. <laughs> Inches away, just gets yes. pegged with the ball <laughs> half of the game. Take <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone slides in to try and get on the end of the ball at the far post. Just takes a cleat to the face. Yeah, unfazed, keeps watching the line. Uh, that's <laughs> dream job. Um, dream job. Absolute dream job. I'd do it. But um, Arsenal won 3 0 against Sheffield United. Lacazette scored a brace. Martinelli played extremely well. But Sheffield United is at the bottom of the Premier League 10 points off 19th, 12 off 18th, an elusive 18 points off 17th. They're 18 points off, and um, how many are left to play? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So um, I believe they don't win. If they don't win and Newcastle do win, then they are relegated. No, no, no. Newcastle, Burnley, and Brighton would need to win, and then they'd be relegated. They're close. It's going to be not over yet. The day, the day is coming. The day is coming. Just get ready, guys. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Valencia drew uh, Real Sociedad 2-2. Our boy Yunus Musa was the uh, super sub that he tends to be. Came in in 65th. Only touched the ball eight times. So uh, what are you going to do? You're on a red card and you're already the worst team going into the game. But at least he's playing... He posts on Instagram playing basketball, claims he can dunk. Do you believe Yunus Musa can dunk? Yes. I do too. I don't think there's <laughs> a doubt that he, should, he can dunk. He's an absolute specimen. All right. Um, Matthew Hoppy didn't play, and he's going to be in Bundesliga too. Um, Weston. Weston scored this weekend, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, a minute after coming on, I believe. Yeah, it was just absolute cool finish. Gets on the end of a beautiful through ball from former Man City legend Danilo. Um, <laughs> finesses it around the keeper, and it was just cool, calm, collected. It was it was nice. It's good to see. Um, it's good to see one of our Aki number eights just finishing the ball like that so well because we're gonna need him to be an attacking threat if the if Greg Ball is to be successful. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah Greg Ball you like that I don't <laughs> so, I yeah it, it it probably is going to be a rude awakening at the 2022 World Cup when we have to play um, a real like really good European team because we can't we, we unless he changes it which who knows maybe but if we go in thinking that we're going to like try and like control the ball against like a Belgium and England, then GG's. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds, Brian Reynolds, Ryan, Brian Reynolds with a Y, Brian with a Y Reynolds started at right back in a back five for Roma. Um, Honestly, did not have a good game. You know, gave up a few chances early, but they ended up winning the game 1-0 against Bologna. 
And um, it's, it's just good to see him getting playing time on a legit Serie A side. Hopefully he keeps doing that, keeps developing. And uh, that right back spot is just going to get deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, coach gave him a little bit of words of encouragement post game. So that's always good to see. Um, yeah, I just wish like some of this right back depth played a different position because like maybe one of them could have just been born left footed and became a left back. Just one. But give it like to me. I like him. I do too. I think he's the guy, but uh, I don't think there's much after him. I hear a lot of the Sam Vine talk, and uh, I'm not with the Tyler it. Adams over there calling it a day. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, speaking of why not, why not West Brom? Why not? Why not West Brom winning three 0 at home versus uh, versus Southampton? Um, I'll tell you why not. There's no reason why not. Southampton have been a shitty team for the majority of this season. They were shitty again today. But um, let me not say that like West Brom was bad. West Brom was very good on the day again. Callum Robinson and Mateus Pereira took over the game again. Matt Phillips grabbed a goal as well. Um, and Sam Johnson saved a penalty. Wow. Complete performance from Sam Allardyce's men. They're on 24 points now. That is only eight points off of Newcastle. Um, Coming up, they have Leicester City, Aston Villa, Wolverhampton, Arsenal, Liverpool, West Ham, Leeds. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but um, God damn it, if Sam can keep keep Callum and Mateus playing like this for the rest of the year, then the relegation battle is going to be itchy. Very itchy. Yeah, I I think... uh... I think they like surprisingly have a real shot. That's two wins in a row, two in which they've scored eight total goals. That's four a game. Yeah, that um, they're in great form right now, and hopefully they can they can continue it. Then you know it's on. It is on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Do you think it's going to be on? Um, who do they have next? They have. They have. Lester, it's on. It's on. The model job is on, and the relegation survival job is on. They're, both those things are on. I like it. Wow. Both those things are on. Um, yeah, Everton versus uh, Brighton. 0-0. Brighton was the better team. Didn't score goals. Same old shit. Um, I think they had the most draws in the Premier League at 12. Um that's just, that's just how Brighton do. Any anything else? No, no, not it, not not really. Um, yeah, just draws two, right. two teams that are draw merchants. I think that are always liable for a nil nil. Speaking uh, of, uh, oh, what's up? What? What's up? What were you gonna say? Not much is up. How about you? Oh, okay, well, speaking of no-nos, um, Chris Richards tied by Leverkusen with his boys at Hoffenheim. Three clearances, lost the ball 14 times. Um, but uh, just a great win, a great win, even though it was a draw, a great win because Hoffenheim is 12th and they are 6th. 
So just, just, just a good job by Chrissy and the boys. Yeah, yeah, very, uh, very good to see him hold a clean sheet. Uh, the future at center back for the next 20 years. Yeah, I'm trying to think four, four World Cups. All right? That'll be 36. May, eh, he won't have another one in him at 36. 36, yeah, four World Cups. Um, so he'll only get better. And it's the start has been pretty solid for my guy. So, yep. Good to see. Absolutely good to see. And um, that, that, that wraps up another amazing week of uh, soccer. You know, we got Philly Union taking on Saprisa, a rematch of absolute brawl from last week. Um, if we win, we face Atlanta, not Atalanta, Atlanta. And um, that'll be interesting, you know. Uh, Philly Sixers taking on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Big game, huge matchup. Um, have not looked at Joel Embiid's props, whatever the overs are. Just whatever the hammer. Whatever they are. They're 40, over. Wow. Well, they're up seven right now. And Embiid has eight of the 15. And it is the first quarter. Yeah. Barely five, or about to be five minutes gone. So he's on, he on pace for 40. Maybe. I don't know how the number, he's played four minutes. And he's yeah, eight that, points, two he's rebounds. He's on pace for like 50 something. But. He's already taken two threes. Ooh, that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. Oh, no, he's taken three threes. He just took another Woo! one. There we go. He's one of three. Whatever. <laughs> Joel said um, the other night in an interview that, you know, he never thought of himself as, you know, like a center. You know, he, he thinks of himself as more as a Kevin Durant-type player, moving all over the floor, being able to score from anywhere, move around, handle the ball, assist, do it all. You're laughing, but that's 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 well, that's it's 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 gonna make him a better I'm, player. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the Andre Jordan has better stats than him right now. No, he's yeah. eight points. Yeah, but DeAndre Jordan is four and four, and he's shooting much better. Who? He's getting out rebounded by. This isn't pro. This isn't pro am. This is the NBA. Yeah, yeah, you're with that. <laughs> well, DeAndre Jordan's on pace for what? 20 and 20. DeAndre Jordan is only going to play like 25 to 28 minutes. So let's say he plays 25 minutes. He's on pace for a 2020. Perfect shooting. Perfect shooting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, maybe DeAndre Jordan like two years ago, that could have been a thing. Yeah, all dunks. Yeah. But now we're talking about old has been DeAndre Jordan or it's not going to be a thing. Father time undefeated, baby. Yeah. Oh, uh, before let's go, Max. We go, yeah, no, yeah, watching right now. Uh, before we go, <laughs> uh, hot take alert. Hot take. Yeah. Recent events and whoa, whoa, what? What? You uh, you cut out for a second. I don't know if oh, I missed, oh, like, am I am I back? Am I back? You're back. You're back. Okay, I'll start it over in three. Okay. Two. Hot take alert. Um, given recent events and what I have thought 
kind of a little bit in the back of my mind, but uh, I think recently it showed. Erling Brat Holland will never, never be a top two striker in the world at any point in his career. He will never win a Champions League. And he will never be as good as Harry Kane. That's a, that's a hot take. That's a very hot take. Those are all very hot takes. Um, so I think the Harry so, Kane so young. He is so young. He's so he young, has so much way. room to grow. You know, he is, but I feel like there's that, that also means there's time for him to learn that I think there is more to offer to a team. And I feel like the best the like the best thing that could happen for him is to go to Man City because Pep would make him play that way. And also he's so young that he would I feel like be like open to doing it because like he's young, he wants to win. Especially if City can, you know, knock on wood, go and win the Champions League this year, he'll go there and I'll be like, you know, like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want because you know how to win. Like, teach me how to win because I want to win. So I feel like if he can do that, that would really help him. But it, it all depends on what ty- type of teams he continues to play in, you know? I, uh, I just see, <laughs> see way too much of Zlatan, like, in the personalities. I think, number one, Rayola, I personally believe, views him as Zlatan, going to use that paycheck. He's going to be on the move every three years, every four years. And uh, he'll never stay somewhere and become a legend somewhere, so to speak. You know what I mean? And uh, Zlatan, they kind of have similar egos, to be honest. Uh, They're not – Zlatan's full of himself. Holland's not full of himself, but uh, I could definitely see him becoming that way after a couple good seasons with not much to show for it, like when it's not his fault the team's losing. So, I don't know, I just see Zlatan 2.0. That's what, that's what I'm going to call Zlatan wins leagues, Zlatan wins cups, Zlatan does not win Europa Leagues. Or not Europa, well, he won a Europa League, but uh, he doesn't win Champions He wins Europa, yeah. He doesn't win All Champions right. Leagues. I could see that. I could see it. He does, he's not the most hardworkingest of people off the ball, but um, we let's will. go Mets. Let's go Mets, baby. Is there anything else you'd like to get on the airways? Uh, one nothing. Zach Wheeler's imploding. Uh, bottom of the first. Per usual, he is Zach Wheeler. He is a pitcher on the Philadelphia uh, Phillies. Um, used to be on the Mets. Let's go Mets, dude. So excited for the NFL draft. Oh, yes. April 29th. Oh, so excited. April 29th. But um, let's get out of here. I will I'll catch you later. And thank you for everybody, again, for listening to us. It's always like, share, follow, Twitter, Instagram, WCIS podcast, hot takes, daily content, the baby Phil Foden photoshops, Snapchat photoshops. Um, got it all. WCIS Pop. We call soccer. Everything one stop shop. Have a good night. Good night. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah.